0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Commerce Club podcast. I'm your host Sophie Bigstaff, and this show is all about helping small product-based business founders debunk the challenges they're facing in their business right now. I've worked in the retail industry for the past 12 years with some of the world's biggest brands including Ralph Lauren, Kate Spade and Burberry and I now use my extensive industry experience to help entrepreneurs like you set up and grow their brands. Okay so this week on the Commerce Club podcast I am doing something a little bit different in celebration of the launch of my online course platform which you guessed it is called the Commerce Club. The Commerce Club is an educational platform where you will find courses designed and led by me to support you in starting your very own e-commerce or product-based business. I guide you through how to get started with developing your idea and turning it into reality so that you can make money from the products you want to sell from the day that you launch. I'm gonna teach you everything I know from my 13 year career in the retail industry and give you actionable steps to take along the way to make sure you're moving in the right direction to set this business up. Let's just say for example, you've got a great idea for a fashion brand or maybe even a new beauty product. You've probably been spending quite a bit of time searching Google for the answers to questions like, where should you even start with turning your idea into a business? How do you even find the products you want to sell? How much should you charge for your products? Will this business make you actually enough money to leave your full-time job? And how can you actually launch and make sales from this brand? Basically, the Commerce Club courses have been designed to give you the answers to all of those questions and give you a strategic action plan to get started, which is going to save you time on Google and money on making costly mistakes trying to figure it all out as you go along. So if you can visualize yourself in six months time and you want to be seeing your first sales pinging through from your online shop after you source your dream products and launch them to a warmed up audience on social media and you're committed to turning your ideas into reality, you are in the right place. Every day this week, I'm going to be sharing with you a module from the course with you completely for free. And today we're talking about selling and sales strategies. So everyone's probably heard about a marketing strategy, but essentially marketing and sales strategies work hand in hand. Essentially, your sales strategy is the messaging you're going to use to feed your marketing campaigns. And a lot of people don't realise that there's a differentiation between selling and marketing. So in this module, I'm going to talk you through why you also need a sales strategy. And this module is number one in the How Am I to Sell course in the Commerce Club, and it's available right now. subscribe to in the Commerce Club website, but I'm gonna give you this module for free and I'm gonna take you through it right now okay let's delve into module one then and let's look at how you can build your sales strategy so if you're really close to launching it's time to start thinking about how and where you're gonna be selling this product so we're gonna look at in this module why you actually need a sales strategy and how to actually build yourself a sales strategy so essentially marketing and sales strategies work hand in hand. Your sales strategy is essentially the messaging behind your marketing strategy. So you need to have a really clear sales strategy in order to figure out what you want to be marketing and what messages you want to be presenting in order to get your customers to convert with you. So when you build a sales strategy it's a bit confusing to know what you want to include. So what should you be included in your sales strategy? So first of all, we want to figure out which channels are you going to be selling through? So there's loads of different ways you can sell your product. It doesn't just have to be on your own online site. So you might have an online store. You might have a physical store location. You might sell through marketplace platforms, which is where a third party will sell and list your product. You might sell through um, pop ups. You might sell at physical markets or through wholesale accounts. So you want to figure out which of these channels is going to be best served for your products and best suited for you to set up as a channel in your business to drive sales through. We also want to figure out what key events you might want to capitalise on to help you drive sales. So in any retail calendar year, there are loads of events that you can jump on the back on to sell off of the opportunity and the hype around these events. So if we give you some examples, think about Black Friday, Christmas gifting, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, World Mental Health Day, International Women's Day, these are all events that you can build sales strategies around in order to capitalise on the hype around those events to benefit your business and your sales. So if we think about Black Friday, offering promotions, if you don't want to participate in promotions, what can you do to still be involved in some way in that event? And we want to start thinking about your strategy around that so that we can plan that when we're setting up your business um, so that you've got margins to offer promotions, you've got um, the stock in order to fulfill the demand that comes with participating in these events. We also wanna figure out in your sales strategy what trade actions you can take when your sales start to dip. So this is things like putting on promotions, what merchandising changes you can make in your store or on your website, what is happening in your customer journey for people to not be converting, Um, what content you're creating, what ads you might want to be um, driving traffic from to your website. So trade actions are gonna play a really big part of your sales strategy because it's essentially creating yourself a toolbox of things that you can actually do in order to move the needle if your sales aren't performing in the way that you'd like them to. So thinking about how you can take action in your business when that happens is all part of your sales strategy. We also want to know the potential sales you could achieve and this is where sales forecasting comes into play. So if you know you've got a certain amount of stock, we can kind of figure out based on the price that you're going to be selling it at and your sales strategy and all the events that you're going to be participating in and when, what your sales potential is and what the potential revenue results could be for your business. So having a sales forecast really helps you identify, okay, I know I could potentially achieve this and it helps you set targets to sell and then essentially your actions will help feed those targets. So incorporating all of these things is gonna help you really build and develop your sales strategy. So let's look at how we build your sales strategy then. So first of all, we wanna identify where are you going to be selling your product? So it's really easy to set up an online store. Um, we've got platforms like Shopify, WooCommerce that really help you build that store online and build your online presence and sell to your ideal target customers. But This is where you're going to be selling all of your products under your own brand name, under your own business domain. So you're going to have full control over these sales. You're going to have full control over the activity and the merchandising of your website. And it's a really easy way to set up a business with low overhead costs. Obviously, you could also set up initially or eventually an in-person store in a physical location. So this could be permanent or semi-permanent, but where you have a store, let's say on your local high street, um, where people can direct to and you can get traffic off of the streets into your store and sell your product for a physical location. This is obviously really beneficial when it comes to clothing, for example, trying clothing on, um, incorporating like a really solid customer relationship strategy in person. Obviously, you can build relationships and convert customers way easier when you're in person. But naturally, the overheads of having a physical location, physical space are way higher. So. You're gonna need staff to man the store, you're gonna need um, equipment in the store, you're gonna need a shop fit, um, and you're gonna need marketing tactics to get football into your store and actually drive conversion. So this is a bit more of an expensive option, but if you have always dreamed of having your own boutique on your local high street, then obviously this is something that you're gonna to wanna to plan out and think about, and that's a channel that you're gonna be selling through. You also might wanna sell wholesale, so this is where you sell your product in a third-party platform or in a third-party retailer. So This is likely going to be where you sell into like a department store, an independent boutique, um, or an online multi-platform website where you are going to be selling them their product and they're going to be selling it on your own. Now, this is a channel, it's definitely a revenue-driving channel. However, it can often be a better brand building exercise because ultimately, if you can get your product stocked in a third-party retailer, it opens you up to loads of opportunity with their target customers as well. So Wholesale, definitely still a sales channel, a revenue driving channel, but the goal here may not just be to drive sales, it may also be to brand build. You can also sell through marketplaces. Now this is where a third party platform hosts your product and you can fulfill the orders. So you can list your product and then both um, the marketplace will benefit because they'll take a commission and you obviously have um, the traffic that has been driven to the marketplace platform to again build brand awareness in a different way and drive sales in a different way rather than just through your own channels. You may also want to potentially seasonally or on certain events have pop-up locations which is where you'll for a short period of time pop up a store and like direct traffic to that store and that's usually in a physical location um, for a temporary period of time but they can be a really good way to create like experiential shopping um, experiences or drive target new customers in a new area um, when the pop-up experience happens okay so we know why you need a sales strategy we know where you're going to be selling but how do you actually build a strategy for each of these sales channels so when you're selling online we need to figure out where you're going to host your website we're going to figure out what domain name you're going to be selling under um, will you build your website yourself what functionality do you need for the website to have in order for it to convert customers efficiently? What payment methods are you going to be offering? How much will any transactions fees be? And how will your customers find you? So if you're selling online, your sales strategy really needs to figure out what journey are your customers going to go on in order to find your website, browse your website, find what they're looking for and actually convert. So. Thinking about how to um, incorporate a strategy that takes your customer on a journey through your online website is going to be the key to building a strategy for selling online. When you're building a strategy for your physical location, you're going to figure out where is the best place to host your store. Like where are you going to get the most footfall? Where do your target customers shop in which area? Um, And then you're going to look at locations in that place we're going to look at what the shop fit will look at look like how is that store going to physically look when it comes to life what point of sale system are you going to use are you going to have like iPhones to make purchases on are you going to take cash are you going to take cards what systems do you need in process in order to take payments how many staff are you gonna to need to man the store? And will you make a profit after all of the operational costs at the end of the day? So having a physical store is obviously a way more expensive option, and it comes with a lot more added responsibility rather than just setting up an online store. So having a really solid strategy and a plan um, of how you're gonna do all of these things is gonna be really beneficial. Building a wholesale selling strategy. So first of all, you need to figure out, do you actually have the margin to sell wholesale? Because ultimately you don't wanna cut yourself short and not make enough profit. By just selling to other people so figure out which retailers you want to sell in what you've got to offer them um, and what do you need to set up in order for you to actually sell into a wholesale channel something to consider when you are selling into wholesale is that you're also going to have to invest in barcoding your product because that retailer is going to need a way of tracking your product into their system so barcoding is going to be a really crucial part of that process as well Um, and when do you want to start wholesaling? Do you want to start wholesaling from day one or do you want to start wholesaling a year later? When you've built a bit more brand awareness, ultimately you want to build that strategy to figure out what is the best option for you when it comes to wholesale selling. When it comes to marketplace strategy, there's various different approaches across different marketplaces. Sometimes you can list yourself on the marketplace, sometimes you can apply to be on the marketplace and sometimes the marketplace will approach you. As an example of a marketplace, Wolf and Badger, is a really solid online marketplace platform where you list your store on their marketplace, you fulfill all of the orders, they take a fee and a commission percentage when it comes to you actually taking an order. Um, so thinking about, do again, do you have the margins to accommodate that? How are you gonna logistically link your systems together? Are you gonna be fulfilling the orders? What are the selling fees? Can you afford all of these things? Um, thinking about what do you need to incorporate into your sales strategy for marketplace selling. Um, And then same thing for pop-up, similar to um, the physical location strategy that you're gonna need to build. um, What do you need to create a temporary shop fit that's gonna be exciting for your customers to shop? Um, What cost is it gonna take to transport your product from A to B? Um, And are there any special edition um, merchandise that you might want to buy into to sell at your pop-up store as well? Because ultimately it's an event, it's an experience. So what can you offer your customer there that's different to them shopping online or in your other stores? So these are the things that you might want to think about when you're building your strategies for each of these sales channels. So just a little nugget of information for you here. An average e-commerce conversion rate is around 2%. So this means if you want 10 orders on your website, you need to have 500 people visit your website. So thinking about it like that is gonna really help you start thinking about what action you need to take in order to get that 500 people on your website. And that's gonna help form your sales strategy. So some of the things that you can include in your sales strategy include The seasonality and the retail calendar events. So as I spoke about earlier, you know, you've got Black Friday, Christmas, um, Easter, Valentine's Day, different days of the year, like Independent Women's Day, Mental Health Awareness Day. Are any of these events relevant to your business? And if so, what can you do to drive sales to capitalise on the opportunity and the hype around these events? So as an example, um, you might be um, wanting to participate in Valentine's Day which means maybe you offer a Valentine's Day promotion, maybe you create an edited assortment for Valentine's Day, thinking about does your product fit to this event and how can you capitalise on the hype and the opportunity around that event Um, and figuring out like in the year, how many of these events are you going to be participating in because that's going to help you figure out when are you going to see sales peaks and troughs? Um, Because naturally sales do have a trend, there are natural peaks and troughs throughout the year when it comes to sales, just generally in the retail industry. So approximately between 60 to 80% of a brand's sales can come from the golden quarter, which is the time between October and December in that really key peak trading period around Christmas, Black Friday, holiday gifting. So quite often, most retailers will be on a pretty even playing field most of the year. And then in October, it really peaks. And then you see that drop back off in January, February when um, naturally we run out of money, um, we've bought everything we need at Christmas, we've been gifted, loads of things. So February generally is a really slow month. So these are things to think about because if you're gonna launch a product in February, knowing that it's the slowest month of the year, you're probably not gonna get the results that you're looking for. Um, so you wanna factor in the retail sales calendar trends around your product launches and when people are actually shopping. So. We know that the peak quarter is the end of the year, so October to December. We know that things peak in spring as well, well. so from March to around June, we see a peak in sales. But probably summer, high summer, when people are kind of away on holiday and um, those colder winter months, January, February, um, they're the two times of the year where we do see sales drop off. So think about that when it comes to planning your launch as well. You also want to factor into your sales strategy any incentives that you're going to offer for people to buy into your product. So that could be free shipping, that could be promotions, discounts, gifts with purchases. What are you going to be offering your customer to incentivize a sale and how are you going to communicate that to them? So thinking about what can you offer to your customer to incentivize them to buy is going to really help you drive conversions when we go live. Um, and also what product you want to push. So sales is all about psychology and you can direct a customer to buy into whatever you want them to buy into by directing their train of thought into that product. So if I go onto your website and I see a product right at the top that's like new arrivals, all of these bright colours, this one particular dress is really standing out, it's because you've told me that you want me to buy that, right? So I am going to be more naturally inclined because you've told me that it's something that you want me to buy and it's a really important key feature, new arrival for you. I'm going to go and check it out. And you've got way more chance of me buying into that. Now, to give you an example of this, when I was a buyer, this is how it works in the retail environment. I would have a certain amount of money to spend on a seasonal basis. And let's say I focus 50% of my budget into one product. And then I split that other 50% budget into multiple products. That's because I really believe this one product is going to sell really well. So I want to direct all of my marketing campaigns, all of your attention as a buyer into this product because I've invested so heavily into it. I've got loads of stock sitting there on this product. So that's what you're gonna see plastered all over my marketing campaigns, all over in the forefront positions of my website. So think about that when you're buying your product and when you're creating a sales strategy, what messages do you need to be communicating from a marketing campaign point of view to actually drive your customer to buy into what you want them to buy? Remember, it's all about psychology and showing the customer which journey they need to go on in order for them to convert in the product that you want them to convert into. Okay, so some actions from module number one, where we've built and developed your sales strategy. First of all, I want you to identify which sales channels are going to be right for you to sell through. So out of all the options we've gone through today, which one's best fit and align with your business? Figure that out because then you can start building your sales strategy around that um, channel. We also want you to start planning your first month sales strategy. So what activity are you going to launch with when you launch your brand? What products are you going to be pushing first? What marketing do you need to do in order to get the sales results you want to achieve? So thinking about your first launch month sales plan, what actions are you going to take in your sales strategy to actually drive sales that month from launch from day one? And they're the actions that I would suggest you take to start building and developing your sales strategy. So if you loved what you heard in today's module clipping from the Commerce Club, there is plenty more where that came from. Why not head over to thecommerceclub.co and enroll in the start bundle to start taking action to turn your ideas into reality today. And I'll guide you through all of the other modules in each one of these courses that you had a little of from in today's episode of the Commerce Club podcast. So you can actually use the code start now to get 10% off your enrollment if you head over there right now. And I can't wait to see you there.